Hey gang, sorry for the delay on this episode as it was recorded almost a week ago at this point, but better late than never, and I haven't had a lot of time lately. I'm only even mentioning this because it had been a pretty dull week for sports until we recorded, and a million things have happened since then. So while the topics are a bit outdated, the jokes are still fresh, and you'll only have to wait a couple of days for this week's show anyways. I apologize, but only because there are kind-hearted listeners out there who choose to support this program with their own hard-earned dollars. If you aren't donating to our Patreon, Patreon, then I do not apologize to you because you can't complain about something that's free, and in fact, it's your fault that the show is late. Not mine, okay? Anyway, enough apologizing, or not apologizing as the case may be, on with the show. Real good. 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 Real good, they're real good, real good, real good, they're real good, they're real good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode 39. That's right, another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. 39 episodes, episode 39, of course, going to be decent during the regular season. Fantastic. Absolutely putrid during the playoffs. So you cannot bank on this episode come late April into May and... Uh, this episode is not going to ever exist in June. That's probably asking for much too much. But hey, I'm, you, I'm wearing his jersey. With you, as always, is uh, me, Justin Morissette. And with me is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Uh, what do the podcast playoffs look like? I don't know. We're probably, you know, <laughs> at a place right now where we draw Geeks versus Nerds West Coast in the first round. Well, and we fucking... We're the number one and seed? We, or? we ended yeah. that podcast. Yeah. So... It's true. Don't even, you know, we we taught other podcasts a lesson. Did we don't. mention that, actually, that they're not around anymore? I don't think we mentioned it on the show. We definitely tweeted about it. But, yeah, since we spoke about Geeks versus Nerds, the uh, they're taking a year off to change its name. So congratulations <laughs> yes. to Losers versus Idiots. <laughs> no, that's just... Uh, West Coast. No, they're changing it from West Coast to Vancouver. I'm oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Geeks versus Nerds, Vancouver. <laughs> they're they're yeah. thinking people are going to be confused, so they're yeah. taking an entire year. To change it to, yeah, no, we're a Canadian. Oh, I watched about 10 seconds of like the 10-minute video they posted explaining. Yeah, that they were taking time off. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of our dedicated listeners listened, watched it. and, and just, just to make fun of them. And then cut their eyes oh, out. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely some uh, mailbag questions about it that we've ignored over the last couple <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we'll finally get around to answering them this week. Yeah, of course. Why not? Uh, but welcome back, John. Thank you. Uh, you know... Number one, great to be back. Number two, what the fuck was last week's episode? Uh, <laughs> it was a classic. Belo- Beloved I, by all. I guess. I leave for like one week and all of a sudden our show is uh, not that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these call-in guests. We had a racist robot. We had He wasn't a, a robot. We had a British he was guy. A, it's an AI. Or sorry, an yeah. AI. Whatever. You were the racist robot. We had the, the Cyberdron. Oh, that's... I didn't oh, think yeah, he was racist, right. but okay. That's right, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, if the shoe fits. I mean, most university students are... I'm not even going to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, good to... Uh, nice to be back with you guys, as always. I always miss it when I'm not... Uh, when I have to miss an episode, it, it pains me greatly. You've I, never uh, not been on an episode. That's true, though. yeah. I've, I did my field reporting from, yeah. uh, from Edmonton, and uh, it's nice to be back from Edmonton also. <laughs> 
Um, I think we were talking to you when you were in Calgary. I was in Calgary, yeah. There were a lot of listeners who came out to those Calgary shows. There were, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, You know, I was saying to you guys, it's a weird... Like, I've never really had people come out to my shows that I don't know before. Like, you know, obviously, I go on tour and I have friends that come out to shows... But to just have like, I guess, quote unquote, fans that like come out to the show that I don't know uh, was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Real so, good Nicks. Wasn't that what did uh, we go with? Flush mob. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought it was goodies. I thought we were just calling them goodies. goodies. Yeah, we only like got that. one response on that last week, which was, I literally do not care what you call <laughs> 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 uh, But uh, I mean, technically... You have people who d- you don't know at your shows every show. Every show, yeah. It wasn't like I felt additional pressure. Yeah. And I mean, especially if you like met some of our listeners, like you wouldn't, <laughs> like you wouldn't feel pressure that they're there. You know what I mean? Because like their opinion about anything literally doesn't matter. But, um, but like it just, you know, but it just is still kind of crazy. Like when people, uh, and I, again, I'm just, jo- this is a joke. I feel like sometimes listeners th- th- think, think that you are yeah, really no, an like, asshole. Please yeah. keep coming to shows. Yeah. It's, it's honestly the best. It's really cool when people are like, yeah, I'm here. Cause I listened to your show and they always have like inside jokes or whatever. And yeah. you know, they'll and- be like, Hey, cool guy. Or like, that show was real good. And then I'm like, oh, you're a listener. It's like and the podcast. Like, yeah. Well, maybe they're just, they're just aware of the podcast. Like, yeah. You, you could just know the podcast yeah, exactly. to make that joke. Yeah, that's true, actually. You just have to know the title yeah, of the, exactly. like, yeah. I guess that would be like if you, like, uh, went up to just, like, a celebrity, but you weren't really, it's like the Mitch Hedberg joke, I guess, where you're, like, not really familiar with the body of their works. You're just like, hey, good, good Batmaning <laughs> guy. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, cool, man. Did you see it? Yeah, no. Uh, you were great. Uh, you're the a bat. You're was... a Batman. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> was real batty, man. Um, <laughs> but I do want to confirm for people also that you're a very nice man. Until we press the record button on <laughs> most episodes, <laughs> just uh, my gimmick. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's my a good gimmick. It's my alter ego. Yeah, I, well, yeah. someone has to be. Like you guys are both very nice, so someone has to be. Someone's got to lay down the yeah, law a little bit. We can't be three nice boys. Yeah, no, no one would listen to this. It's just, it's great. Like, I've never had anything. Because, yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty nice and, like, pretty normal You're dude. affable, I would yeah, say. Yeah, in my regular life. So it's kind of funny that, like, I am, like, a true, like, some people write in and they're like, I fucking hate John and he's, like, the worst. And then other <laughs> people are like, John is the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's basically, like, how... It feels to be famous, I guess, even though we're not famous, but it feels like that sometimes, you know, that that's how people are reacting towards me. But I think ultimately, like judging by the number of people that come out to shows because of the podcast, they must they must yeah. like me at least I, a little I, bit. I feel like I'll be famous when someone tries to shoot me. OK. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And not like for something that I said to them, like, you know, 20 seconds ago. But like something I said in the podcast, right? And then they're just if like, I said in the podcast, yeah. like it would be so funny if someone who listened to the podcast came hunted me down at your soccer a- practice. at my soccer practice or my place of work and shot me with a high powered rifle. Right. I mean, that'd be which hilarious. You, which you have said that multiple times. I know it hasn't happened yet, and it does fit the profile of our listeners yeah. to be potential future killers. Yeah. So if someone uh, <laughs> if someone kills me, that's when I know I've I've made it. You've made it. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll have to have like a memorial episode. Yeah. And then we'll replace you with uh, 
your roommate Chris actually yeah. that'd and be our, good and just, our, that'd be seamless we'd still be able to record here exactly, and yeah. be, our yeah. weekly listenership though would probably drop by a good 80% <laughs> I, I don't know man no, I'll just give you guys my password yeah, yeah there you go exactly well yeah. just people be like oh it's so weird that Twitter account's not as funny as it used to be <laughs> really jumped the shark when <laughs> Stefan died uh, but I don't know what like t- we had two cool things with listeners I guess last week uh, as far as going to shows, one of them were people actually going to your show, yep. and the other was uh, you know people following in the footsteps of Rat Turd Piss going to the Arkells show, yeah, in uh, Brooklyn, I think it was, yeah, it yeah. was, yeah, Camber, and, and and telling them uh, that they found the band through our show, so yeah, that, that's really cool. Also, that is very it cool. Is. Like yeah. we're we're doing something that has an effect on people's plans for a friday night <laughs> yeah totally like in a good way yeah good exactly. way. yeah people are like oh i genuinely love this band now and like thank you and and yeah so like you know musicians if you're sort of famous and want like four more fans uh please feel free to spend an hour of your time doing our show <laughs> next time you're in vancouver <laughs> yeah next time you're in vancouver uh we'll come to you i mean you know we yeah. went to the commodore with you and so we'll come to you uh, it'll take about an hour of your time, and it you know it might make you a hundred dollars in the long run. Yeah, so and congratulations! If you, you want to be a fan of our show, like Camber, and and buy a ticket to go see a show of a band that we've mentioned, or perhaps go to a sporting event, I think we all know there is one good way to do that. It's and a that great is app to download the SeatGeek app onto your phone and use promo code RealGood at checkout for a twenty dollar discount off of your first purchase now you said last week john that you did it at that oilers game in edmonton i did yeah and it was uh it worked out great the tickets just popped up on my phone went to the game got in got the rebate well i haven't officially received the rebate yet but i've put in for it it was an oilers uh, game though right well yeah that was the i mean there's nothing seeky can do about that yeah exactly yeah no that was not uh, part of the rebate uh they didn't give me back the three hours of my life uh (laughs) that i spent at the oilers game but uh yeah, it was really good. It just is kind of, you know, obviously a little bit sad this week because uh, SeatGeek is, the, uh, well, this is the death of SeatGeek. This is the final week of our SeatGeek contract. It's so depressing. for those of you who have come to uh, love the 15-minute spots that we uh, <laughs> do every single week promoting them, uh, well, I, I'm sorry to tell you that uh, next week you will no longer hear your favorite segment when we tell you uh, that SeatGeek is a ticket aggregator. Aggregator? SeatGeek aggregator? is a ticket aggregator that pulls all tickets available on other sites into one place. So you can save your time, never miss a deal. You can even set up alerts for upcoming games and concerts, and they will let you know if the ticket prices fall. I used SeatGeek last week to buy tickets to a sold-out show. Uh, Courtney yeah, Barnett go and next always. Week. It's going to be tons of fun. Or two weeks, yeah. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be have been able to go to that show without that app. I probably could have, but saving twenty dollars certainly. Well, and you don't yeah. have to talk to the weird like Vancouver scalper that has the Chihuahua and yeah. looks like he might murder you after he sells you the tickets. Exactly. Yeah. Got to avoid all of that. Yeah. And I uh, can't wait for that show. And I'm very thankful that the, the fine folks at SeatGeek helped me go to it. They can help you also go to a game, go to a concert, whatever you like. Download the SeatGeek app and uh, yeah, use promo code real good at checkout to receive $20 off of your first purchase that is promo code real good 
And, so you're uh, going to like uh, put like funeral chants over the copy in yeah. like post, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I've had many sure. friends in real life use this uh, promo code, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I have too. many friends. Yes. <laughs> and and that's the, that's all, the unbelievable part. They yeah. have all used it. Uh, so yeah. So uh, once again, SeatGeek app, SeatGeek.com. Uh, and, uh, I think it's official now. If you would like to sponsor this show now that our previous sponsor has died, uh, you can get in touch with us realgoodpod at gmail.com. Conversely, you may send it by carrier pigeon and or rescue dog, whatever works and not a dog that you've rescued. Let me keep that clear. You're talking about the St. Bernard with like the barrel exactly, around it. Exactly. Yeah. And then put the message in the barrel and some money you know be we'll funny is if, if one of those dogs was like going to rescue someone and they were like oh thank god like you have like food and water in the barrel or whatever and it was like i uh, remember the barrel <laughs> monkeys the toys oh man yeah but that'd be fun you'd at least have fun before i you feel died. as though i just wrote like a far side cartoon yeah you totally did yeah 100 yeah, percent. gary larson is he still alive uh, uh, <laughs> there's your funeral chant oh yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> I do, I, I do have an idea for uh, a sponsor uh, company ship thing next okay. episode. Uh, it's Tenga. It's a Japanese brand of masturbation aids. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the company's masturbators. Sorry, wait. Been, so you this is for people who have AIDS when they masturbate? Well, no. I, can you masturbate if you... I guess you can. Uh, <laughs> the company's, as long as it doesn't get into Yeah, someone. yeah. The company's masturbators <laughs> have been noted for their design aesthetics. Unexpected for a sex toy. And have received an industrial design award. That's Tenga, Japanese masturbation. How do you spell that? Is it like manga but with a T? Uh, and an E. T-E-N-G-A. Oh, okay. Yeah. So quick update on the Gary Larson front. Oh, he fuck. is still alive. Okay, nice. good. He's 65 years old. He's not old. like some weird racist like Scott Adams. He lives he? in Tacoma, Washington. Oh, so nice. We go should go visit, visit him. him. Yeah, I'm going to be passing through Tacoma this weekend. And he retired and ended the series... In 1995, yeah, I knew that. At the ripe old age of 44, 44, yeah, he was so just he like, enough. "All right, I'm done forever." Man, what a great That's cartoon! Yeah. That was. Well, you know what? That gives him way more time to use the Tenga cup, a one-time <laughs> use and disposable <laughs> masturbation cup. They haven't paid it comes this in yet. a variety of oh, they paid me. It comes in a variety <laughs> of sensations designed to imitate real-life experiences. Each sensation is also available in soft and hard varieties, as well as a U.S. version, which features a longer depth cup. Nice. This is Use straight the from promo Wikipedia. code JerkFast at Tenga.com. That's, the, and, that's like uh, the weirdest, because like, you know, Fleshlight legit did, I don't know if they still do, sponsor like a ton of podcasts yeah, several they, years Yeah, they got ago. it well, because, I, so I talk about this on stage. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but I went to Just for Laughs last summer. Well, I told you guys yeah, that. Yeah, you, you said on the show when we came yeah, yeah. back from uh, Just for Laughs that there were some weird things in your gift Yeah, bag. I got a Fleshlight. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like part of the because yeah they're sponsoring a lot of comedy so every comedian got like a flashlight in their swag bag which is a very strange gift to receive. Um, which what what hole was it? Uh, it was just the standard issue hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was that. Well, I think it was supposed to increase stamina, oh. which is weird because like if you're the type of person that fucks a flashlight, you probably don't really need to increase your stamina. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, you just want to be prepared, I guess. But training for the big game. So yeah, so I, I do. I talk about this on stage how how weird it is and and um and yeah, basically it, it's just strange to me uh, because. They're like 80 bucks, so I tried to sell it. Or like I thought I was going to sell it. I didn't try to sell it, but I thought I was going to sell it. Was it like this one? 
The the Avatar one? Uh ugh, no, oh my god, no. What? No? <laughs> uh, for those of you who can't see this picture, which it's is a, all of you. It's a blue vagina. It's blue. Well, yeah, I guess it's, it's like an alien. It's it like a, it's called an alien male masturbator. That's uh, nope. Pass. No, it's just uh, so yeah. So I was gonna sell it, but then I really didn't want to meet the kind of person that would buy a flashlight on Craigslist. Yeah, so that'd be a weird guy. That well, you was it still in the box? Yeah, it was still in the box. Were you going but, like, to? I mean, were you going to like the... describe it as like lightly used in the? No, app? no, I never used it, but yeah. just like uh, no, but. Well, you know what they have is uh, the Vancouver Police Department offers like a safe area to do like Craigslist. Well, because that's what I was going to say. Like, I wouldn't want to like personally. I was thinking like I wouldn't want to meet the guy. So it'd be like a ransom scene in a movie. Yeah. Where I'll be like, yeah, I'll just tape it under the mailbox and you just throw the money in the river. Yeah, I'm saying, I'll but just... you go to the police station and make it really obvious. Be like, right. here's, here's your fleshlight. Yeah, See, uh, when you said a safe place to do Craigslist deals, I thought you were going to say a safe place to dispose of your fleshlight. That's well, <laughs> ipso facto. I mean, whatever. But yeah, I, um, so yeah, very weird gift, but it did happen to me. Also, one of the greatest moments I've ever had in comedy on stage, because when I talk about it, I say that I got a fleshlight and then usually the crowd laughs. And then what I do is like, I know that there are people in the crowd that won't know what it is. So I get someone in the crowd to describe what it is. And so I usually look like when I say the word flashlight at people who are laughing because like I assume that they get the joke. Mm -hmm. So this one at one of my shows in Calgary, this like 55 year old man started laughing and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of weird that he would know what it is. So I, I asked him, I'm like, you know, Hey, what's your name? He's like, Oh, Alan. And he just looked like just this down, down to earth, like just, just like super, a dad. Yeah. Just like a dad, just like a chill dude. And so I was like, so I was like, you laughed. So can you describe what a flashlight is? And he goes, something that illuminates the dark. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I'm like, I said this like three times. You thought I said flashlight. <laughs> and then everyone just starts laughing. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I love this for two reasons. I'm like, number one, that you thought like that I said flashlight that was super funny but then number two that you also thought that I thought people in this room were dumb enough that I they didn't know what a flashlight was <laughs> I was like hey man you need to describe to all these idiot people what a flashlight is because they might not know and so then I had someone else describe it and then Alan yells out well I'm glad I didn't know what it was <laughs> well to be fair his description also describes a flashlight it illuminates the dark you know what I mean? Like metaphorically for if you owned a flash, uh, flashlight, flashlight, be like, that's like your, that's your thing. You know? Yeah. Get home from work. <laughs> right. I'm just, it's a metaphor. It brightens your day. Not like literally you use a flashlight for that, Justin. Yeah. You know well, what a flashlight is. Yeah, of course I do. Okay. I was thinking that, you know, that like inventor girl who lives in Victoria who made like, like that mug that charges your phone. <laughs> Why would I know that? She also made like a <laughs> flashlight that like <laughs> runs on the heat of your hand holding oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. She could also make one that runs on like the energy of you fucking it basically. <laughs> but uh, we get, went down this road because I was going to say. <laughs> What the fuck? I was gonna, I was going to say that uh, uh, you know it's the weirdest thing to sponsor podcasts because you know we talked about our own experiences using SeatGeek. The last thing I want to hear on a show is like Kevin Smith being like, uh, "I fuck it. I strongly recommend you fuck it too. It's great." Like, ugh. Just yeah, it sort of reminded me of her taint brown area <laughs> yes. should i take that tweet up again no, no. okay absolutely not Are you sure yes. yes i have it bookmarked <laughs> i know you do but no it's fine 
No, thank well, you. Well, should we should we do some review reviews? Uh, yeah, because we a, got some good you know, ones. There's a few ways that people can help the show. Obviously, uh, SeatGeek helped the show, but uh, no longer as of this week. Here lies a geek. We knew him well. He had a seat. Uh, praise be to Tanga. <laughs> Uh, but there are, of course, some other ways that you can help the program. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow and donate uh, to keep the lights on and help us uh, you know, make it, uh, make it happen from month to month. And we do appreciate when we get some new donors. And I think the fact that I mentioned we hadn't had new donors in a few weeks on last week's episode really prompted people to step up their game as far as donations go. Because we have not one, not two, but three... New Patreon donors this week to thank. And uh, up first we have... Oh my goodness. Oh, I hope I say this right. You, you were practicing I, before. I, yeah. I know, but I don't think I'm going to do it. But uh, we have Harishi Somayaji. I think he nailed it. I hope so. No, I think that was good. Harishi, I'm sorry if I did not say your last name right. Sorry. Sir, no, no, no. I think I thought you know it's, it's difficult. No, I thought it was Ray Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the My Amer- apologies. North Americanized Ray Williams. Yes, thank you, Ray, for your uh, kind donation. <laughs> much appreciated. Harishi Somayaji, thank you so much. Thank you to uh, my friend and writer for uh, the Dawson Creek newspaper up north, Mike Carter, donating to the show this week. Thank, thank you, you Mike. Mike, or as he's known in Japan, Yusuke Morizumi. <laughs> And, of course, uh, sticking with journalists who have, for some reason, decided to squander what little money they make on supporting this program, Michael Hingston, also donating to the show Thank this week. You. Thank As you. As he's known in Japan, Ame Fujisawara. <laughs> All right. Thank you to all three of those fine folks uh, for supporting the show. Yes. But see, okay, so... Ray, the last Yusuke, and Ame. <laughs> the last episode, you said, like, oh, we haven't gotten any donations for a while, and we got three donations. Yeah. And now you're, like, playing this up, like, oh, we got three donations. So we're going to, like, lose money next yeah, episode. Yeah, because people are going to be like, oh, they got three. Oh, they I can back them. out Every now. episode, you should be like, oh, like, we have no donations. It's not like, enough. Oh, no, we like, went out and panhandled for donations, yeah. and a little kid kicked me in the balls. My alimony's not... Uh, I mean, yeah. Alimony. It, it does cause uh, some, some relational strife sometimes if we're doing a breakup breakdown. How much work I put into this uh, show that doesn't really pay me very much. But so you're killing it, though. You can help me avoid breakup breakdown in future episodes by donating to the show at People Patreon. love that segment, though. Slash Real Good Show. It's a beloved segment. There's another way that people can help the show also, of course. There is. They can head on, not online. I mean, a part of it is on. I think you need well, an internet you connection do need to internet do it connection, because yeah. the iTunes store requires internet. Yeah. But you press the white button with the music note, and that will take you to iTunes, of course. White button with a music note. It's actually two music notes. Well, they're connected. Yeah, that's one music note, Stefan. No, no, it is two notes. He is right. Well, it is, but it's not, though. I mean, it's one it's symbol. one symbol, but yeah. it's two notes. I yes. guess so. I guess theoretically. We're both right. Well, all you yeah. need to do is head on over there. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you subscribe to the show already if you're listening to it right now. But uh, why not rate and review it on iTunes as well so that you can take part in everyone's favorite... And make sure if you're not subscribed, sorry to cut you off, to download the episode. That always helps That's us key. with the, yeah, uh, the algorithm uh, of iTunes and to get us on those sweet, sweet podcast charts. Yes, download the episodes, but rate and review also uh, for a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. This is awesome. Worst episode ever. This week's review comes to us from uh, 
I don't know. It's tough to say who this could be. Uh, he's he's written that his name is Jay Farrar. Oh, it could be anyone. Doesn't sound like Justin, anyone we know. Justin uh, Farrar. And he writes, Jadolf. You have nothing to lose, folks. <laughs> you have nothing to lose. Look, I'm going to level with you here, gang. Have I been on the Real Good Show podcast as a featured guest? Yes. Have I done so many times? Again, yes. Am I arguably the most infamous and well-liked guest in RGS history? By many people's reckoning, yes. But does that affect my objectivity when it comes to evaluations of this fine program and its tremendously talented hosts? Of course it does, yes. But still... This is a hell of a show. If you listen to enough podcasts, then you begin to realize the thing that keeps you coming back isn't the concept, the production value, or the guests, which are fantastic on this show as it happens, especially the guests, which, wow. It's the chemistry. It's how the hosts work together and play off each other. It's something that works far below the surface, and yet is the first thing you notice. And these three guys, or two of them anyway, and the third guy is just sort of thrown in there, have it in spades. That's why I'm listening. And also, because I'm a very popular guest, they pay me one Canadian dollar each time I listen. But it's mostly the chemistry. And again, the money. But I think you'll agree that the chemistry is undeniably fantastic, as is the money. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> so, a uh, big thank you to Jesse Farrar for yeah. that wonderful review. Jadolf Farrar. Yeah, Jadolf. It's, sort of sh- it's sort of shocking that he is that excited about one Canadian dollar, you know, like the one that we give him every time. It's, 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 got, a, it's got a loon on it. Yeah, like it's a nice piece of currency, like yeah. looks-wise. It's got a nickname. Yeah. Value, the, the loony. The loony, there's yes. a loon on it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we've given him three so far. Yeah, yeah good for and him. And they're just like yeah, an art piece. Yeah, he only listens to the episodes he's on. They're an art piece on the mantle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> but, um, uh, but also, uh, sorry, is this the part where I have an existential crisis because he said I wasn't that good? Or I don't know. He's never actually been on an episode with you, though. That's true, think. actually. Yeah. Er, no. Uh, was that all three that I missed? All three, that he was on? you were not there. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, I don't really know what to say about that other than he's fat, I guess. Is that what we... Uh, I don't know. That's just like our ongoing feud that doesn't even make sense because I've never met him and yeah. it doesn't seem that like he's fat. Yeah. I I have said... Sorry, it's his ex-wife, right, that we talk about as fat? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does too. Sorry, yeah, right? yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, he's not. Yeah, because I saw a picture of him today and he looked like a rather decent looking young man. It's a, it's a running gag online to make fun of him. But I'm going to compliment him right now. Uh, not only for that review, but also for having an enormous front lawn and driveway. Yeah, he's got yes. a beautiful driveway. Although, he does need to kind of sweep up the, the lawn clippings. It on is the... the biggest driveway I think I've Where ever seen. Where does he live again? Car- South Carolina Nashville. or something? Oh, Nashville, Nashville Tennessee. Yeah. Sweet. Does he go to Predators games? Or, he does uh, every is, so often. Or is he a, a predator? Well, yeah. he goes to games with Dog Boner every so often. Ah, actually. okay. Yeah. How's he do? Yeah. Yes. yeah, he's gonna be really mad that I made fun of his lawn. Dog bone and bronze <laughs> no, ham, like completely serious. That's gonna be the worst offense. He's, so far no, he may, he may unfall, he may refuse to come back on the show. Wow, interesting. He's a man who's proud of his lawn for some reason. Because he's from Tennessee. Well, no, I'm saying there's no reason to be proud of that lawn. Oh, I yeah. see. Because it's just really shitty. Yeah. Uh, my manager at Safeway, when I was younger, used to. He only had pictures in his office of his lawn. And he had like imported like Bermuda green. Is it a nice just, lawn though? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was a good looking yeah. lawn, but 
Yeah, he didn't have like his wife or kids or anything. His office pictures yeah. of his lawn, and he would send them. <laughs> he would send the pictures of his lawn to other Safeway managers and brag about how That's nice amazing. his lawn was. That's so, yeah, fantastic. maybe him and Jesse should have yeah. like a, a lawn, lawn off. off. Yeah. Well, every time someone makes fun lawn of Jesse's order. lawn, he has like a, a minor heart attack. So really? I feel as though I should. Wow. Yeah, well, that's it's, why it's like I a Spidey sense thing. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of, but that could canceled also, out the heart attack. Yeah, I was trying to make up for the well, he had an know, orgasm, the insults yeah. that he uh, listened to finally, right earlier last week. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, the minor heart attacks are all could also be from from all the Big Macs. Speaking of uh, people who've <laughs> tweeted negative feelings about the show, Jesse freaking out about uh, you know finding uh, that we had said some not so nice things about him on previous episodes in jest, of course. Maybe of not course. John. No, the, of course, everything I say is in jest. Uh, <laughs> the the artist Except for the formerly stuff about geeks versus nerds, they can go fuck themselves. A girl IRL who is now called Tony at it's Tony now tweeted once again. Uh, about uh, his displeasure with this podcast. He had formally said... Are we course, sure that it's about our podcast? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he'd formally said, oh, good, boring as heck finally gets a podcast oh, or whatever. Or right. he made like a, a wish on a monkey's paw Yeah, for, right. uh, for a boring as heck podcast. And then the twist, of course, was it's a show about sports. Uh, this week he said, or I guess this was several weeks ago... Um, a few weeks anyways. Podcast idea. Take one of the funniest guys alive and have him talk about boring, incomprehensible hockey shit for an hour. My favorite thing about the way he tweets about this show and your involvement in it is that it makes it sound like, Stefan, that we are holding you hostage <laughs> and you are doing this against your will. You definitely are not <laughs> holding me hostage. Nobody send anyone to rescue me. <laughs> this is uh, completely voluntary. I love being here. Uh, I'm I'm holding up a newspaper with today's date because I love current events. <laughs> no other reason. Yeah, but I mean, no, I have fun. Yeah, you're doing this. So. Yeah, no, I think I think you know. I mean, you listen to the last episode. We talked about sports for like five minutes. Exactly. So you know, I think I think it varies. There are there's episodes that are more Canucks. I think he was probably ones. tweeting about the one where we like did our World Cup. RGS World Cup teams. Yeah, if you didn't like hockey, that was probably not. Uh, yeah, not a yeah. lot to dig into there. No, but I you did mean, like hockey. I, yeah, yeah, I think I've asked you on the show before if you feel like we're tarnishing your brand online by making you a sports guy. But you said you have always been a sports I'm, guy. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm always been a huge sport. Like my fantasy football shit. Yeah, That's sports. Yeah, you know. I just I, I like joking. Why do we sports. have to fucking defend this shit? I don't know. Just because this asshole doesn't listen to our <laughs> show, go fuck yourself, like Tony. He, no, he does girl. listen to the show. He likes the show. Okay, he's, well, what's his problem? So then, shut the fuck up. <laughs> is he talking about how it yeah, sucks? You then? Dumb idiot. Well, he just doesn't like sports. Oh, but you know what? I think the fact that he's still listening to the show, I, I think, uh, shows that it's you know. Honest it's, to it's God, pretty... when was the last time we talked about sports on this show? It's <laughs> well, not been, not this episode. It's been a long. <laughs> we time. actually haven't talked about sports. Well, no, I'm wearing a Dan Fucci jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's that's you know, about it. Barely... Last episode, you talked about the WHL for like four minutes. We talked about the Canucks for, for a while. Like ten too. minutes, and, and the WHL is more like ten minutes. Monster mm. trucks is a sport. Well, racist AI. That's yeah. a sport. Well, yeah, he did have some good thoughts about. Yep basketball exactly yeah uh we could talk about sports right now though sure we could yeah, talk about we could well. update our listeners on yes. the march madness oh yeah because yeah. we have a march madness yeah. pool uh what, what, what should we take a look at the standings here i know none of us are winning that's for sure uh there is a john who is currently in i first. guess because we're doing a con so i guess i should technically be looking at this because you guys are going to do a thing here 
that involves you not looking at the pool, correct? Well, no, I already looked at the final four. So. Oh, okay. But Justin um, hasn't. But I can give Justin... Well, I was going to do the fake name thing with Justin. Right, yeah. Where? So so John, yeah, John at I Hate Skaters 69 is in first, but he's tied with Tyler, butts, butts, wonderful butts. And it looks like they both have the same bracket, it would appear. Given that they have the same number of possible points remaining, too. Uh, no, because... Uh, Tyler has, or sorry, John has Oklahoma winning, and Tyler has UNC winning. Mm. So it would depend on which one. Well, Justin, I know you're a big March Madness fan. You've you've kept oh, yeah. abreast, and they're of really the only. I mean, two. I picked Xavier to win because yeah. they were the X Men school. So you know. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read out some I school names. Knew what I was doing. Uh, so don't look at the bracket. Okay. I'm going to read out some names, and you're going to tell me is this a real team or, or a fake team? Okay? okay. So real school, fake. So these are school. smaller schools that were in March Madness this year. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm ready. And some of them are, are fake. Yes. As I said, uh, the Stony Brook Sea Wolves. Real school. You're correct. I think I picked them to advance based okay. on that name. The Hampton. Are these, are the, sorry, are these teams that, like the ones that you're reading are, that are real, are ones that were in... They were in March Madness this year. This year. Yes, okay, gotcha. Yes. The Hampton Pirates. Fake school. That's a real school. And they were in March Madness this year. Uh, it just seems so plain, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, though I guess if they were fake, it would be like more over the top. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you don't know that. I think you'll yeah. probably know when I get to the fake ones. Okay, okay. Uh, the Weber State Wildcats. Uh, real school. That's a real school. And they were in March Madness this year. All right, I'm on a roll. The Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. That is... I know Stephen F. Austin is a real school. I don't know if they're the Lumberjacks. Oh, I'm going to say 50-50. Yes, they are. Yes, Real they school. are. They are. Uh, UNC Asheville Bulldogs. Real school. Yep. yep. Oh, now I'm rolling. You're rolling. Uh, Eastern Wyoming basketball team. <laughs> Fake school. That's a, that's a real school. Uh, the Buffalo Cocksuckers. Fake school. Okay, that's, that's a real one, too. Uh, the University of Alaska hockey team that was forced to play basketball. They're still wearing skates and everything. <laughs> Fake school. So also a real school. Uh, a picture of my ass. Real school. Uh, yeah, it's correct. A picture of my ass A&M. Fake school. It's a real school, too. <laughs> Uh, the Outback Steakhouse that accidentally became an accredited educational institution. Real school. That's a real school, yeah. Uh, Barvard, I believe the, the Harvard the... of bartending schools. Oh, nice. Uh, is like John, John Taffer the dean of that school? Well, he's the John of that school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> real he's school. He's the professor John. of bar science. Yeah. Uh, everyone on this team has jacked off to the Green Lady M&M. Fake school. Yeah, it's not, obviously not a school. You got that one right. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, ISIS. Real school. Yeah, and they're killing it. <laughs> Are they in the final four? I hear they're blowing up. <laughs> Are they in the final four? I don't know who's in the final four. Wasn't that part of the game too? Yeah, and the the oh, final four gave up is on the, that. the final four is the Outback Dingoes uh, and the other and teams. ISIS. Well, actually, can uh, I try ISIS. and guess? I actually didn't look it up. Okay, sure. So okay, all right. I'll give you guys well, some. Uh, I, I think I, I know. I know one of them. Okay, so in the final four. Okay, Kansas. Are we saying yes or no? Yes. Oh, You're is... saying yes or no? No. Yes. No, they are not. One nothing, Stefan. Okay. Okay. Next. Maryland. No. No. You're both right. All Two right. one for Stefan. Next. Duke. No. Yes. No. Fuck. Stefan's up 3 1. Next. 
Syracuse. Yes. No. Yes, they are. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Indiana. No. Yes. No. Fuck! <laughs> you said yes to like five schools? <laughs> well, but he knows that most of them have been no, so he knows that they can still have a chance. Kentucky. Uh, no. Yes. No. What? <laughs> they lost in the second round. Okay. Uh, Virginia. No. No. No is right. They lost okay, in the so Elite Eight. Down 6-2 now? Yep. 6-2. Uh, Oklahoma. Yes. 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 Are you just choosing my in. answers now? They're both in. Yes. I can go first next round if you want. It's okay. 7-3. Yukon. So Connecticut. No. No. You're both right. Sorry, so Justin. I wasn't no. copying you there. Four. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Who else do we got here? Ooh, boy. This is going to be. This game is just lighting the. Well, how many do we have so far? We've gotten yeah, two of the four. Okay. Yeah. So there's only like eight, 38 yeah. more to go. Villanova. Yes. No. Yes, they are. Fuck! <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> I got no chance. And the last one is uh, North Carolina. So yes. Villanova will be playing Oklahoma, and North Carolina will be playing Syracuse. Justin, you know how I did so well that game? How? I just had it open in front of me. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he looked at it and then said he didn't look at it. So. Uh, well... <laughs> I'm a trickster. Good for you. Yeah. Rounding out the podium. It was still right pretty fucking funny oh, because yeah. Justin had no idea. <laughs> said yes for 40 for more than half of the teams. <laughs> the final 40. Third place right now in uh, the real good bracket is uh, Sean Gentile. Yes, I saw that. Yes. Is it Gentile? I thought it was Gentile. Yeah. Really? Well, we're going to have to. I, well, he's I mean, gonna, he's going to Maybe us. it's a very American pronunciation. Gentile. Sean Gentile. <laughs> Seen gentle. <laughs> Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably genteel. I don't know. Probably, yeah. A very genteel gentleman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Sean Genteel. I know we only said that we would give out, uh, you know, the 30-second script spot. Oh, yeah. Fuck, to, I forgot. We actually offered a prize, prize winner. That was the prize of the pool. <laughs> yeah. you, you get to write out a script like SeatGeek did, God and we would it. have to read it on the show. Yeah, that's right. I think because of Sean's prominence that we would allow him to uh, write a script. Also. So we're giving it the top yeah, but, three. Yeah, but he can't win anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he already can't win. He's reached his maximum amount of points, and he's in third. True. The only uh, so right now, I think the only person that could potentially pass, and it depends here. I got to see. There's a couple. There's there's people who have. Yeah, but they have the same people to win. So, oh. like for example, like CBK Wit has North Carolina to win, as does Tyler. So they're out. Uh, cool guy Ben. Uh, has North Carolina just to make the final, so he can't win either. Uh, so yeah, no one can win aside from the two. Wait, people. I thought North Carolina was still in. They are, but because the people who are already ahead of oh, them have North I Carolina see. to win as well. Okay. Yeah. So the only two people I believe that can win are oh, uh, if Oklahoma wins and. North Carolina loses, then Seahawks Sammy could pass them because neither one of them have Oklahoma. Oh, no, I lied. John does. So, yeah, ni- neither one, no one can win aside from either Tyler or John. We're all winners yeah. here, I think. 
We lost. The our, three our of listeners. us are losers. Oh, yeah. No, Justin obviously. picked Xavier, yeah. for God's sake. I mean, <laughs> they lost in the second round. Uh, and for the record, I do know how to pronounce Gentile, but I assumed that an American family who had it as their name would not. <laughs> I mean, whatever. If you want to put that on him, you go right ahead. Maybe it was at Ellis Island in like the 1800s, and it was like Gentilikowski or something. Yeah, yeah or that. Yeah, exactly. Gentile. Uh, we could talk about hockey, though. Okay. I mean, that's what we usually talk I about. Do, yes, or whatever. We could. I mean, uh, it was a night full of suspendable acts this evening. Oh, we're going to talk about that. I yeah, I guess talk, so. I don't want to talk about that. Duncan Keith. Uh, yeah, Well, I will just I, I will just say one thing about this is that Duncan Keith is a colossal piece of shit. Yeah, and uh, and it seems like a lot of people are like surprised by that. Uh, he's a he's a asshole. Vancouver's known for a while. Yeah, I mean, I personally think he's a great guy, but uh, <laughs> just. Uh, Open assaults on Daniel Sedin, essentially. Yeah. Some and of these emails Charlie are Goyle, pretty unreal. So. Yeah, pretty the great. bigger story, that, That's I the think. other thing, yes. Embarrassing emails that have uh, leaked now from 2011 about the league uh, talking to, uh, you know, executives at the league office talking amongst themselves about uh, fighting and concussions and CTE and that well, sort of thing. more of the people are, like, digging through them and finding, like, excellent examples of these GMs, like, trashing players. Here's my favorite one so far. This is Colin Campbell, who was, I believe, I think his the name's Colin. No, it's Colin. It's Colin. It is Colin. It is Colin. 100%. Really? Like yeah. Powell? Yeah. I think his name's Colin. Listen to this fucking guy <laughs> over here. Sean Gentilly. He's going to tell me how to pronounce Colin Campbell. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So, Colin Campbell is emailing Bob McKenzie. Uh, and I, so I don't. I guess this is just like a, f- a fun email he's sending. This is while he's the director of discipline for the NHL in 2008. And he's talking about his own son. And Gregory had to fight that idiot O'Brien last night, referring to Shane O'Brien. And Gregory's helmet came off. Bracket. Kessler was being a dick with Gregory and some Panthers. So when Gregory went back at him, O'Brien came yapping. Gregory used to get into it with him when he was with Tampa. This scares me with the helmets coming off. That's the whole email. But I just love that he calls his own son Gregory like yeah. 15 times yeah. in the email. Never and, Greg. Yeah, and calls Kessler a dick. I can't wait. Tomorrow's going to be great because all like the juicy stuff will have been dug up by like yeah. Deadspin or something. It's going to be and amazing. It's going to be this like summarized article, and I can't wait to read it. Uh, another big hockey thing that happened tonight is that James Myrtle tweeted a quote from Yermer Jagger after the Leafs beat the Panthers. And uh, the, tweet, the tweeted quote was apparently... Uh, from Jagger, they were more lucky than good, but that's just what happened. The league is very tight. And then Jagger went on Twitter and replied to him and said, if you didn't understand what I said, don't write about it. Thank you. <laughs> no punctuation or anything. I love Jagger. Yeah. What a beauty. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to dive into in these emails, and it literally broke right before we started recording. So it, we're not going to hit everything in this show, no. uh, but it just seems like the next week or so, is going to be uh, a PR nightmare for the NHL. So Yay. we get to see how they handle this. Uh, yeah, and I mean, this is kind of what we talked about a little bit with uh, you know the the Hulk Hogan trial, where Gawker employees were having like all of their like you know instant messaging conversations dug through as evidence. It's just people being very casual in work messages and emails yeah uh and to a point where that's you know not the greatest thing to do well if they sent like the real good show facebook group chat it would just be like oh these guys send each other a lot of deadspin links like, that's like all they do <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe this should be clip of the week oh what about this one speaking of 
Uh, we can play our clip of the week right Hold now. Hold on one second. This email is unreal. This is about <laughs> the. Uh, sorry, I'm just going through Twitter right now. It's a. It's a. A madhouse. Big deal. He's he's emailing. Colin Campbell is emailing uh, Mike Milbury, who's. Uh, what? Email is Mike Media One. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say what it's at, but it just says Mike Media One, and um, <clears throat> he says uh, Mike. Milbury originally said, this is about not suspending Matt Cook for the hit that ended Mark Savard's career. And Mike Milbury says, you should feel good. You got it right in the face of mania and pressure from above, I am sure. Being right is better than being PC. To which Colin Campbell uh, replied, the mania surfaced on the Lucic hit. Not a chance that should be out of the game. I'm sorry to Boston, but someone should teach that young man something about keeping his head up. Hitting is a vital aspect to everything our game is about, and we may be adjusting it too much if we are not careful and give in to the masses. Canada certainly loved Rick Smash Nash running everyone in the Olympics! Exclamation point. Um, Rick Smash Nash? Yeah. We also have our friend Thomas Drance just posted an excerpt uh, from one of Colin Campbell's emails talking about his first experience with the concussion epidemic. And it says, This concussion conundrum has taken its roots i first experienced it with coaching and it was jeff bookaboom before the sucker punch by matt johnson he took a serious elbow from owen nolan in our playoff game with quebec in 94 95 missed rest of the game was better next day got sick third day and missed rest of playoffs we had never seen this before but this was a big-time elbow to the head as Jeff moved up to hit Nolan, and he countered with an elbow smash as he could. I was sure Bookaboom was babying this and for some reason pulling the proverbial shoot as this was unheard of to miss the rest of the playoffs with a head injury. Man. You know, Colin Campbell always struck me as like a pretty smart, well-spoken guy, <laughs> so... These emails are a little surprising. Um, yeah, absolutely. And never biased towards his own son no, who's no, in the league not. or anything and By the like way, that. the sucker punch by Matt Johnson, he's put in air quotes and sucker punches in all caps. The sucker punch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I feel like the NHL's in a river of shit. Although I will like say... Uh, and it's like he never knew that concussions existed <laughs> before 1995. I feel like a lot of people didn't really, though. Uh, this is from Thomas Drance as well, is that Brendan Shanahan at one point in 2012 in an email said, uh, I believe that fighting as a tool or strategy is leaving the game of hockey. and We can either lead or follow. So... Good on you, Shanny. It sounds like Shanahan is the only person that's coming out of these emails looking like an actual intelligent person. Yeah. And he runs my hockey team. I'm so, so excited to... Very uh, pumped. I really hope there's some Benning emails in here. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be like, Who the fucking Boston? <laughs> Who the fucking love them fucking Boston boys? Let's bring over Lucic and Marshawn. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, you should have seen. I fucking jerked off to Lucic last <laughs> night, and it was outstanding. Oh, he used a flashlight. It was in the shape of Marshawn's asshole. Woo! <laughs> he doesn't sound that excited. That sounded though. more like a cross between Don Cherry and Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Ric Flair. You did the, yeah. the woo, woo! at the end. Yeah. <laughs> woo! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, disaster all around. We all have horrible bending. Yours is, sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Mine um, is a cross between Ric Flair and Don little, Cherry. There's a little bit of Walter Matthau in Oh, yeah, that's true, too, also. yeah, because it's, like, sort of drowsy. Yeah. You're, like, Foghorn Leghorn, but he's just been hit with a tranquilizer. I don't think dart. I've done one before, have I? No, you haven't. Should I give one a go? Yeah, sure. sure. Okay, well, what should I say? Well, compa- you got to compare anything at all to uh, Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. Well, like, you know, uh, 
He's, uh, he's a real good player out there. Uh, like, uh, we think he can kind of bring what uh, Bergeron brings over. <laughs> what was that? It's foundational. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. It was fine. No, it was not like mine it's was probably more good. accurate than John's. Yeah. And yeah. mine. Yeah. John's was like more exciting. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> sending dead spin links in our clip of the week, should we do that I now? Because it yeah. is NHL yeah, related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, comes to us from, of course, uh, the world of the NHL. How uh, many flashlights of Marshawn's asshole do you think they would sell in Boston? <laughs> well, that's well, we have the mailbag later. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sure Joe Haggerty would buy a lot of them. Absolutely. Uh, this comes to us from last night's game between the LA Kings and the San Jose Sharks. He'd have to set up a different Twitter account, Jacks with Hags. <laughs> Where referee Wes McCauley needed video replay to confirm whether or not there was a goal uh, on the ice. And when he got the call from, of course, the danger room or the war room. Yeah, 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 whatever. uh, he, He knew that this was a dramatic moment and he milked it for all it was worth. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice stands. We got a goal. <laughs> the best part is the video though. Yeah, yeah. It's the perfect amount of dramatic tension and the way he like turns his body as soon as he says stands and points well, we right to the ice. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. You know, cuz at first it it was this weird thing on Twitter when it first got posted, people were like making fun of him like and, and, like in a and not in like a let's all have joy way. It was like, "Oh, look at this clown. Like what an idiot." And then, like fifteen minutes later, there was like this weird turn, turn where like, like everyone was like, "No, best. this is actually amazing," yeah. and everyone was super into it. Every ref should be trying to do that oh, for every it. call. If Absolutely. you're mic'd up and you're like everything you say is going out to the entire arena and the TV watching audience, also, yeah, fucking milk it for all it's worth, baby. Absolutely, every time. That's why I used to love Mike Carey. I mean, he's a horrible like official in the sky analyst of the NFL. Uh, but when he was an actual referee on the field, he was the best because he'd have these super dramatic hand gestures and he would always slur the down, like the word down with like the number of downs it was. So he'd be like, 15-yard penalty, offense, number 67, 10-yard penalty, repeat, second out. <laughs> Well, speaking of wild gesticulation, Mick Magoo, of course, probably the most oh, infamous man. NHL ref for just. But the, he was just such a shitty ref, so bad. So his waving and his points, yeah. literally the perfect last name, though. Yeah, yeah, for a oh, hundred percent, like, the best ever. Yeah, I'm surprised when he started his career, he didn't just be like, "No, it's McGuff." Yeah, just to be like, "Yeah, I'm, you're you never going to call, call me, me blind." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I have to say as someone who has refed quite a bit of hockey, uh, there are definitely moments where you get into it as a referee as well. It's sometimes hard not to feel the like passion and excitement in the game. And especially if it's a close play, uh, you want to let the players know, but, but yeah, when it's something like the NHL where there's all the cameras and the mics on you and everything, I think it looks <laughs> a little a little more uh, aggressive than maybe you intended but i love it i want i want to see more for sure and uh, we've got something else here from from deadspin too which probably would have been our clip of the week if it was audio yeah and speaking uh, of impressions and not too. written uh jim nance uh <laughs> gave, gave an interview with golf digest 
and he seems quite insane. Uh, Jim Nance, of course, a famous commentator for football and, and golf also, and uh, this was part of the interview that he gave with Golf Digest, talking about uh, his breakfast obsessions. On the other hand, there's a little Jack Nicholson in Five Easy Pieces in me. I'm a breakfast guy. Three eggs scrambled with bacon and wheat toast burnt. The problem is it never came back burnt. For years it would arrive limp and tan, which brought breakfast to a standstill when I sent the toast back. It was costing me ten minutes a day, which, multiplied by six days a week, is four hours a month. That's 48 hours, two full days per year. My friends, time is currency. My wife, Courtney, got tired of hearing me complain about it. She found a photograph on the internet of a kitchen toaster ejecting two slices of burnt toast. She minimized it, printed it out, and had it laminated. (laughs) She insisted I put it in my wallet, and when I order, I present the photo to my server. I get some strange looks, but I can assure you the toast now arrives black and scary, just the way I like it. That's Jim Nance talking about uh, breakfast inefficiencies, I guess. And when he's walking in the wrong part of tournaments in Georgia. <laughs> well, this is this is black and scary. Limp and tan. Just like, yeah, limp and tan is, I don't even. <laughs> what kind of bread is he eating? What kind of <laughs> toast is limp? Because even if it's just like crisp, if you like butter it and it's like not uh, yeah, crisp then enough, I then guess. it kind of gets. And then also, but like tan. Yeah, I don't know the tan thing. That's a weird. Maybe he's eating like the ends, the end yeah. piece of the bread. Limp and tan sounds like the name of my sex tape. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, I got nothing. Well, black, I, black and favorite, scary is mine. My, so. <laughs> my favorite part of that, though, is definitely my wife, Courtney, got tired of hearing me complain about it. Well, no shit. She got so tired that she printed out a picture of toast if from the you, internet if you, and laminated it. Can you imagine having to have the same conversation about toast with someone every single day? Well, and also the fact that he worked out all of the time he was apparently wasting because <laughs> waiting for his burnt toast. Also, who likes burnt toast? It's so gross. Yeah. I'm not a fan Is of that. Is that like bad for you? To it, eat it, like, yeah, it's char? like carcinogen or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Just an insane person. This just in, Jim Nance has died from consuming <laughs> black pieces of toast. Jim Nance has died of black lung from eating too much toast. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, just a lot of greatness in there. Thank you, Jim Nance. Yeah. For that. And also, how did that even come up? Like, who talks about that in an interview? Just. <laughs> I can't think Well, he was probably of, eating at the interview, and the guy's like, yeah. what the fuck is up with your toast? He's like, you so I got a story this. for you. Yeah. Or or they started eating together, and the guy was like, did you seriously just pull out a picture of Yeah, he's like, oh, do you want to see a wallet? picture of my children? It's like, oh, no, sorry, that's toast. Uh, here's my kid. <laughs> I'm And I'm just reading, like, a synopsis right now of five easy pieces to try and figure out, like, how that works in. Well, it's about uh, five pieces of toast. <laughs> and how if you bring a picture of the toast and you present it it's to the waiter. It's supposed to be one piece, but it kept sending it back. It'll be very easy. Yeah. Well, let's go to the message board for five easy pieces. <laughs> uh, a dropout from upper class America picks up work along the way on oil rings when his life isn't spent in a squalid succession of bars, motels, and other points of interest. It's always good when the plot to your movie includes the phrase points of interest. 
Uh, let's go to the message boards here. What have we got for us? IMDb. Oh, wow. Great first one, I'm guessing. Uh, this is from December 7th, 2015. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, this was posted November 11th, 2015, so 45 years after the movie's release by <laughs> The Party DJs with a Z. The subject line is, people are filthy. <laughs> and the body of the message says, I don't even want to talk about it. Maybe that's a reference to the movie or maybe this person hates everything. I, I, I'm personally know. enjoying this post from uh, April 14th, 2009, posted by Amy Girl. And she says, what's the point of this? I'm watching this now and I'm not very far through, so maybe I shouldn't be writing this. And it's not like I'll get a reply before the film's over anyways. But what the hell is the point? I've been reading some posts on this board and I agree with the guy who says that nothing ever happens. It seems to be showing all these different plots and then going into nothing. Nicholson is excellent, as he always is, but I can't see what I'm missing out on because so many people think that it's brilliant, which I way brought this... Which is why I bought this damn film in the first place. It just seems to be about a guy ordering toast, maybe? I yeah, don't know. maybe. Okay, this is this might be the all-time... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is posted July 14th, 2015 by Scott101. And the subject is the Susan Aspatch Nicholson sex scene. Maybe I'm not well-versed on hate sex, but I rewatched that scene recently and just don't get exactly what happened. She was engaged, if I recall correctly, and overtly told him to leave. And so I'm not sure why she suddenly decided to fall into his arms, or why he thought she was attracted to her, or what specifically he meant by... Dot, dot, dot. I don't know nothing about the scene made sense to me. I enjoyed watching it because, let's face it, it was pretty hot. <laughs> also, I've heard people say that a lot of the movie doesn't make sense, and I kind of agree with all that as well. <laughs> But the reply to this is even better. So that was great. This is from Bobby Dupia, which I think is Jack Nicholson's character's name in the movie because uh, that's going to become apparent that that's what might be his name in the movie because here's the post. This is a reply to this sex scene post. Well, she already showed an interest in Bobby by agreeing to meet him the day after tomorrow. So she was clearly interested, but she obviously felt attached to Bobby's brother and repulsed by Bobby's attitude. As for the movie not making sense, it makes a lot of sense. Please see the comments regarding the meaning of the movie and other threads. My real name is Jeff. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. But that <laughs> should, we, should we go to the mailbag? I think we should. <laughs> it's ladder time. It's ladder time. What am I reading? You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Stefan, anything good in the mailbag this week? Yeah, we got one here from uh, Stefan Fan eighty nine, and he says, <laughs> "Actually, yeah," and he says. <laughs> uh, 
bring back the illegal pie bet. Oh, so, uh, we did get some people complaining about how last week's episode did not feature the illegal pie well, bet. Well, guys, I mean, Easter did just go by. Did you enjoy any pumpkin or apple no, pie? No, of course not. No, I did uh, not have any family dinner this weekend. Oh. I worked th- right through the weekend. Wow. Okay. And, we, were, we were just telling a joke here, Justin. And, yeah, you didn't uh, have to bring it down. Well, I didn't think that Easter dinner was a normal thing. I guess I've had it throughout my life, but when work was like, hey, you got like a dinner thing this weekend, or can you work all weekend? I was like, who's fucking having Easter dinner? That's like... like I had a, a lot like of everyone, ham. Yeah. I had a lot of ham. Yeah? ton yeah. of ham. Was the ham in a pie? No. No, because well, it's not good. pie. Day. Yeah, very yeah. good. No, that's excellent, and yeah, I'm glad know. that you didn't. I just don't. Would never think of it as being like on the level of like Christmas or Thanksgiving. No, no, it's not. No, but, it's not. But it's still an excuse to get together with the fam. Eat chocolate and ham. Yeah, I guess so. Ham yeah. and chocolate. I don't know. That wasn't actually a question, by the way. The yeah. other, I was like, oh, it'd be kind of funny if I brought up the the illegal pie. Illegal bit. pie but people bit, have yeah. been asking us to bring clamoring. it to, br- to bring it back. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, there was a, a pie shop in Calgary when I was there that a friend was like, oh, you got to go and try their pie. And I was like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe if I'm back here in 347 days, <laughs> I'll try it. But are you insane? It's Literally, really... <laughs> it's 10 days after pie day. Are you kidding me? I don't know. How Rob, they... are you kidding me, Rob? Hell no, I will not eat pie today. I don't know how that business stays afloat 365 it's, days of the year, right? I'll tell you right now, it's it's really the police's fault. They're just letting the store stay open. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, you know, because maybe Trudeau's going to legalize pie. I mean, we're all just kind of like sitting around waiting. Oh, maybe he's going to legalize it. Maybe he's going to decriminalize it. But, I mean, it's still illegal. So yeah. I don't know why the cops aren't showing up there and getting rid of the pie. But no, and you got all these fucking shady doctors in there being like, no, this guy needs pie. He's got to have it. He's diabetic. It's like, yeah, everybody's fucking diabetic now. We get it. Whatever. You all want pie. Not for me. 314 only. Yeah. Well, you know, you can just go into the clinic and say that uh, you need your medicinal pie card because uh, you just your wallet is like 40 bucks too heavy. So yeah, just take why not? Give me the card. Give me the card, man. But uh, yeah, it should just be like a pop-up shop one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like fireworks. Yeah. The, the, exactly. the illegal pie bit, everyone. <laughs> I don't... Why do you keep saying bit after you say illegal pie? I didn't say bit. It's just a bit of the show. Like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's not like the a hard show. Oh, I'm like spend se- the whole show yeah, on Yeah, okay. It. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. bit where we... A like question from... Ro- a chunk. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. A chunk? The illegal pie chunk. Yeah. Well, it's just like a, sli- or a slice. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. We got a question from Rob Wisman. Very, very funny man. And he asks, what's it called if you're pitched a baseball, you swing and miss, but the ball knocks down nine bowling pins behind you? Uh, and I replied to him with a link to the Wikipedia page for the 94 MLB strike. Get it? Wow. Uh, baseball yeah, strike. Clever. So cool. I, that was, I just wanted to So this is it. the segment of the show where Stefan reads his tweets. Congratulates yeah. himself yeah. on good tweets. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. good for you guys. Good well job, done. Stefan. Do you guys write scripts together or? Uh, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> on occasion? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So that was my well. Jim Banning impression. It's <laughs> yeah. more of a Linden, I feel. <laughs> Next question comes to us from uh, Modern Hobo. Modern uh, Hobo, occasional who, producer of the show. Yeah, who asks us, uh, is the Canucks front office the oops all berries of the NHL? Well, oops all berries is good. Yeah. 
Also, that's like pretending to make a mistake when you knowingly knew what you were doing all along. Oh, wait, didn't we hate Oops All Berries? And yeah, Earth? we hated it. Uh, yeah, uh, Oops All Berries is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the episode with Jackson Playfair, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, One of our classics. Yes, so in terms of that, with like, you know, real good show hating, being on record as hating Oops All Berries, yes. I would say their approach to the town hall meetings is very Oops All Berries. Like, they will contradict themselves within the their own meetings. Yeah. yeah. They'll be so, like, oh, this was on purpose, but it's also a mistake. What's yeah, exactly. going on We never here? intended to make the playoffs. I mean, we are a playoff team, but we never intended to make the playoffs. We never intended to make this cereal, but we just had boxes ready to put it in. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like alphabets, you know, because alphabets are basically just like Lucky Charms minus the marshmallows, right? Yeah, but you can get marshmallow alphabets. Can you? Yeah. Are those just Lucky Charms? Uh, no. It's like a computer-shaped marshmallow. What? Yeah. because didn't know that. And also, Alphabets are a little bit more of a corn-based cereal. They got mm. a little bit more of a corn taste to them than Lucky Charms, which tastes like whatever. And weren't they making some like chocolate box of Lucky Charms that was like they were only going to give out like 100 boxes and you had to buy them at auction or some shit? Uh, no, it was all marshmallows. Oh, all marshmallows. Yeah, That's and they're right. like 10 boxes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this next question comes to us from Luscious Dick Tacoma, who says, Are indoor lacrosse goalies transformers? Yeah, their equipment is insane, and also that the, hit was insane. Oh, yeah, the, the guy who got The decked, bulky yeah. equipment that the goaltender wears. Yes, uh, they are Transformers. At the end of every game, uh, Luscious, the goalie, transforms into a little scooter that the MVP of the game gets to drive on. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have, uh, a, they have the tiny legs, too. That's my favorite part of yeah. the pads, right? You know what it looks like? Yeah. It's like uh, in like a Chinese New Year parade with like the big dragon costume. Right. It's basically like that. If it was, if it was like just the head of the dragon, that's yeah. you put that in a lacrosse net. I'm way more likely to watch the. Yeah, I like Great it. question. Also, lacrosse fights are tough to watch because they're just on shoes, so it's just a street fight. Yeah. <laughs> It's very bizarre to me. I watched a lacrosse fight as well, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because they take their helmets off before they fight, and I'm like, "This is just, this is just two guys fighting at a at a bar." <laughs> we should check in on Russian group MMA fighting again. Oh my god, that is terrifying. Now uh, we thought that this would be kind of a wrestling themed episode. Just make sure you don't say any of the fighters' names, because then we will be corrected. <laughs> Given that. Uh... <laughs> Given that WrestleMania is this Sunday, we were going to have a guest who uh, has a little bit of background, and we might have him next week instead. We may. We may. We'll see. We're working on that. Uh, but uh, we got a lot of wrestling questions because I said that we were on <laughs> Radio Row in Dallas for WrestleMania <laughs> this Sunday, yeah, which would weird. be nice. It's weird that people believe us. <laughs> I'm going to step back here because I know nothing about wrestling. Uh, that's okay. Oh, well, we should do... These uh, are not real wrestling-related questions. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Matthew Henderson, who's done some design work for the program, M. Henderson 95 writes, If John Garrett became a wrestler, what would his alter ego be? Uh, the Cheese Man. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Literally those exact yeah. words. Or like Mac Cheese. <laughs> like yeah. His first name is Mac. His last name is Cheese. He comes out in one of those like uh, Green Bay cheese hats yeah, exactly. for every match. <laughs> yeah. Throws it into the crowd. <laughs> and some lucky kid. No, he, he, he deliberately takes off the cheese hat like Bret Hart's sunglasses and hands it to a child in the front row who's just like weeping tears of joy. Uh, it's Stefan who's the child every single time. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this next one is... Okay, hold on. What are we, what are we checking on here? No, I'm, we're going to play a game with Stefan because he knows nothing about wrestling. Okay. So same deal as the Final Four game. I'm just going to 
uh, read a wrestler's name, and you're just going to tell me uh, whether or not they're a real wrestler that's wrestling at WrestleMania this weekend. Okay. Or whether they're just fake. Okay. Okay. So hold on a second here. I've just got to load this. Uh, I know. I think like five wrestlers that are like still. Okay. Yeah. So we'll I don't want to say any names because then you would know. Yeah. Okay. But so, I think I know who you would know. <clears throat> all right. First of all, uh, the legend. No. Okay. That's correct. Uh, Paragon. N- no. That is right. No is right. Okay. Uh, let's go with. Uh, hmm. are, are you going with <laughs> names or nicknames? Uh, just names. Okay. Just like name. Well, like wrestling names. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, Alberto Del Rio? No. Yes. yes. Oh, really? He's a wrestler at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep. That sounded too fake. Okay. Uh, Quicksilver. Yes. No. no. That's an X-Men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also an Avenger. Okay. How about uh The Beast? That's an X-Men. Is it it's it's a wrestler too. No. It, it is sort of a nickname well, of a wrestler. The Beast Incarnate. Yeah. That okay. doesn't count. But it's an X-Men. Okay. How about uh let's go with some proper names. We'll go with um How about The Miracle? Yes. Ooh, the Miracle. No. No. Fuck. He's God. a he's a TNA wrestler. A- oh, come on. <laughs> AJ Styles. Uh yes. 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 Correct. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh Dean Jenkins. No. Okay. You're Wait. Correct. Correct. Okay. correct. Yeah, yeah. Dean Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean you never know. Could just be like a regular dude's name. It's like the janitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his gimmick. Yeah, exactly. He, s- he splashes slop water on you. Just as the janitor a getting like shit yeah. kicked on stage. Just the janitor, yeah, exactly. Uh perfection. Yes. No. No. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Oh, I recognize that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. The other ones I know are like John Cena. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Okay, yeah, because his, his girlfriend's like super racist or something. <laughs> yes, but he's yes, not but wrestling, he's not wrestling, wrestling WrestleMania because so he's in wrong. Oh. Well, no, but I... And then is uh, Roman Reigns. He's yeah, in the Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. Okay, he's in the main that's event. basically yeah. it. Does The Rock still wrestle? He will no. be at WrestleMania. Yeah, he'll does, be at WrestleMania. Does Steve Austin still wrestle? No. He will be at WrestleMania. Well, what about uh, Rikishi? Do we, have they said that? Yeah, yeah. They said he's going to be there? Yeah, same with Shawn Michaels. They've all, like, they're all going to be there. I'm pretty oh, sure... Oh, whether or not they actually show sure up on TV, I'm pretty sure that Mick Foley though. will be there. What about no, no, they're, Kurt Angle. they'll all appear on TV. What about oh, Kurt okay. Angle? Kurt Angle is a uh, free agent right Free now. agent okay. right now, yeah. I, I, I said up. Rikishi several times back then. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because he would his sit on guys' faces. Yeah. His sons are now uh, a tag team. The Usos? wonder if he sat on his sons' faces. Probably. When they were growing up. Yeah, they're like, Daddy, give me the stink face. Uh, this one comes to us from Adam Camreek at Camber, who was, of course, the yes. guy who was at the Arkells show, uh, who writes, if the three of you were in a triple threat Hell in a Cell match, who would win and why? Not Stefan. Yeah, and I'm dead before we get to the cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's either two ways that this goes. Stefan wins Shane O'Mac style by doing the craziest stunt to take us out. I don't think he'll do that, though. Or he's, he's, mental, he's mentally weak. Stefan is like and not physically. really... A uh, competitor in the match, so much as he is a weapon that John and I take turns. <laughs> oh, like I'm like, un- you pull me out like a table, <laughs> yeah, or, like a chair, yeah. yeah. They're like, <laughs> we want Stefan. 
And we're like, okay, we just pull you up strapped. Break me in half over Justin. Yeah, Yeah. like that. Yeah, because we'd be a classic matchup of like, uh, you know, like more of a power wrestler versus a technical uh, a technical wrestler. Yeah, I, I guess mean, I so. think you'd win. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we'd go to the top of the cell just because I don't trust myself to be able to climb it personally. <laughs> I, th- I think I could, I could climb it. I could probably yeah, climb. I the could cell. definitely climb it for sure. <laughs> I could definitely put somebody through it or throw them off of it if I got up there. I just don't think I could get up. There. <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to have like a, they'd have to have like a scissor lift. <laughs> you just, you just get on the scissor lift and just. <laughs> I could fork. Stephen, I could forklift Stephen you up. Could yeah. operate the forklift yeah, to help me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the cherry picker. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tom F. Hanna asks: Is there anything more random than monkey cheese? Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I don't even. I mean, is t- this a- to random, as uh, as you guys know, don't you guys love random humor? <laughs> yeah, it's great. The purple purple monkey, monkey dishwasher. Why does all random? So random. It's it's entirely random. It could have anything in it, but it all has monkey in well, it. Well, I think like everyone at some age for like however brief amount of time thought that sort of thing was funny where it's like, oh, this is like so random. But then some people like still find it funny and they're like 30. Yeah. And I have just, no like, idea what we're talking words about. Just like, like random humor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like. You just say uh, random words. But no, monkey cheese. Monkey cheese is like the stereotypical like random you know, yeah. like oh. when you're making fun of random humor, you say like monkey cheese. Okay. And sometimes you spell the but cheese. When you're with celebrating a three random humor, you say purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me look up a random word generator on the internet. We'll see if how funny these, this is. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see if we still find this is. funny. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna read out. It just. Oh yeah. Word plus. Oh no. It does a random phrase. Resolute torrent. Pretty funny. Clotted colonial. Uh, I got one here. Uh, Hitler good. <laughs> it's a classic. That's a good one. Yeah. Goes against what we stand for on this program, but yeah, it's, it's so random though. Yeah. Right? Beseeching puffer. That's kind of funny actually. Uh, oh yeah, this one you can just have anything in here. I'm putting an interjection at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this one's pretty good. Vigorous feathering. Yeah. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Uh, the politics watcher asks, will Andre the Giant announce his return from retirement? And no, because Andre the Giant is dead. <laughs> Irrevocable uh, slowness, Scrabble huzzah. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, this is okay. Prim tightening inward chow. Did you say N-word? No, inward. inward. <laughs> Jesus, Justin. Priviest boomerang warrior cheerio. I don't know that I'm finding these funny so much as... Uh, Strange. Curious. Manifest yeah. figurehead panhandler ooh. So I guess we have confirmed, despite what people might think, that uh, we are... Are above the age of like thirteen. Well, I'm. Look at me. Stefan is. Yeah. Sorry, did you say thirty? Yeah, I know I'm above the age of thirty, <laughs> Justin. Okay, thanks a lot, asshole. Uh, at Dan Hee asks, what non-combat <laughs> sport needs to implement fighting? We've already had this question. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you just like saying Dan Hee Hee. I do. And yeah. Dan Hee Hee asks another question, which is, have you found a job yet? And Dan, let me tell you, <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> I just want a better job. <laughs> and no, I have not found one yet. Uh, <laughs> donor to the show at Kalen B asks, why does no one ever streak a WrestleMania? Because uh, they'd get destroyed by the wrestlers. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, you know, it's on a football field, but not actually. Like, so much of the area that takes a, that you would, like, have as streaking room at a football game 
uh, is taken up by seating because everyone's out on the floor. So yeah, there's you you would need to have a seat that would be on the floor in the first place kind of close to the front row and if you had that seat you probably spent thousands of dollars to have it so i doubt you're gonna hop over and and be naked and all that other stuff so yeah we got a good one here and it's kind of a throwback to our first episode wow it's from david stassen very funny guy uh writes for the mindy project and he says what's big country up to these days uh, and I'm going to look it up for him. Uh, there's an article from 2011. It's not okay. these days, technically, oh, but it's close, close enough. enough. Yeah. Uh, Hunting Down Grizzlies 10 Years Later. This is the Vancouver Sun series. Uh, and we're going to find out right now what he was doing in 2011. Five years which ago. Is, he's probably going to say he's a pretty slow-moving guy. Yeah. Uh, the media-shy seven-foot center couldn't be nailed down for an interview. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lives on, like, a cattle ranch in right. Oklahoma. So I know that much. Uh, and he does have three children. Uh, boys Trayton, Trevor, and Maddie. And I was really hoping Maddie was going to be called Traddy, but no such luck. Uh, so that's what Big Country's doing. He's avoiding interviews in wow. Oklahoma. Great, uh, great check-in, Stefan. Thank uh, you very much. No problem. I, w- I thought that his sons would be crazier names than that. Is there a picture of them? I want to see how big they are. Because um, Shane McMahon has three sons <laughs> named Declan, Kenyon, and Rogan. Mm, yes, of course. <laughs> Declan? Well, actually, Declan's a... Yeah, it's, like, it's an Irish name. Wait, what was the second one? Kenyon. Kenyon. Ken, like, as in a Kenyan person? Except with an O instead of an A. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Rogan. Wow. Well, maybe he's just a big uh, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan fan. fan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was born in 2010, so yeah. <laughs> Here's a picture of Big Country now. Uh, he do- He looks like a pumpkin. So, <laughs> wow, he does look like a pumpkin. Yeah. A sad pumpkin. The, the great pumpkin. Uh, those are some good questions. Then. <laughs> yeah, well, I, speaking of fleshlights, which we were earlier in the program, <laughs> Zach Goodman asks: Sports team themed fleshlights, tacky or brilliant marketing idea? Like how you get the like a sports theme. Yeah, but would you? Okay, so here's sports a, team like Visa. Well, I'll just say it would be nice to fuck the Canucks for a change. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that the joke you were going to make? Yeah. Oh, was it actually? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. I mean, not the Canucks specifically, but no, I was going to say, say w- no, I was just going to say, well, wouldn't you get a flashlight of a team you hate so that you could fuck the oh, team? Okay. I just mean hate. in terms of like the Canucks of like personally. Yeah, yeah. No, you just, you said it in a funnier way than oh, I would have said it. I'm so sorry. No, I feel like a, okay. no, we're very high fiving. No, we're high-fiving. we're supporting we're everything. Is, jokes no, here. no, it's all good. Yeah. Tommy E. Cook writes hockey bands fighting, but you can still challenge someone to go one on one in whatever. What would you challenge your fellow goons in? I would love to see hockey players settle their disputes in like a best of seven rock, paper, scissors matchup. Like instead of, instead they, of fist they drop the gloves and then lock hands and rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to say uh, best of seven NHL 16 series. And they have to actually like stop the game <laughs> and let them play seven games of NHL 16, <laughs> up to seven games of NHL 16. If the final three are required. Yeah, exactly. We, we'll never yeah. know. Um, I'll say that uh, they have to answer trivial pursuit questions. And based on how well they do, then that determines the amount of penalty that they get. So it would place a ve- an even greater value on a man like George Peros, for example. It'd be yeah. pretty crazy if they just like kicked the shit out of each other. You know, like can you imagine if that happened in a sport. <laughs> they just take their gloves off and just like pound on each other. Yeah, that'd be, be nuts. 
I'd love it. Yeah. Like lacrosse. It's pretty cool if that happened. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, Occasional intern Aaron Mackay writes, if you had to play sports with no chance for a bathroom break, which sport would most likely see the most accidents? I, I'm going to say, like, probably football, just because of all, like, the, the constant, like, hits, right? You take a huge hit, and you haven't shit for, like, six hours. I'm going to go with cricket. Just oh, because those games can last can forever. Go for like three days. Yeah, dudes would be dumping all over the field for sure. What about like cross country skiing. We're just naming like long sports here. I guess, yeah, I right? guess. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, final question, John. Did you want to answer that? I one? didn't even hear it. I'm still <laughs> reading this interview about Brian Reeves. <laughs> final question comes to us from friend of the show Bertovo. Sorry, did you want an update here? It says, yeah. meanwhile, Reeves's current place of solitude is a 300 acre cattle ranch banked against the Arkansas River and a stone's throw throw from Gans, which is where he grew up. In fact, it's his place for almost everything. He likes to fish and hunt and stay up there, go into the convenience store if he needs to, Trammell said. And other than that, he's not too interested in much else. I don't want to say he's a hermit, but he's about one step from it. Even when he played, he rarely strayed too far from it. A lot of the time, he kept to himself, Mike Bibby said. You'd see him at practice, then he'd go home. We'd go on the road, you wouldn't really see him. Reeves kept quiet with the media then, and that approach hasn't changed. Attempts to reach him for comment were unsuccessful. This is from an article from 2015, by the way. His interactions were polite, but he kept outsiders at arm's distance. And uh, yeah, that was basically the um, the thing. That's that's it. He's just nice. He's just thank a, you for the a, Reeves update. A recluse. He's just a recluse, and if you want to visit Howard him, Hughes of a basketball. seven foot three recluse. He has three hundred acres, so if you go to Oklahoma, you can probably find him. Our final question comes to us from a gentleman who, just like Aaron Mackay. Uh, is also named Aaron. Yes. And was also at your Friday night show in Calgary. He was, last yes, week. yes. Uh, at Bertovo writes Fuck Mary Kill, The High Lord Moo Man, Number Seven, and Adolf Hitler. And for those of you at home wondering who are those first two people, yeah, I don't know. Who who's the is. third person? <laughs> those are the hosts of Geeks vs. Nerds West Coast, the, high, the Lord High Moo Man, and Number Seven. And uh, to put their, uh, you know, just to describe what they look like to the folks at home, perhaps, uh, the Lord High Moo Man looks like uh, Jack White, if instead of ever learning to play the guitar, had spent all of that time masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) The funny part is I know that guy, and that is a very accurate description. (laughs) And the other guy just looks like, I don't know, some schlub. Well, I yeah. would I would marry Hitler just for the opportunity to like probably write like a tell-all called like I married Hitler, right? Make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. What's mine. he What's he like at home? You know, what's he like on a on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, exactly. He's probably complaining that his toast isn't burnt enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just kill myself instead of <laughs> <laughs> indulging in any of those options. So yeah, uh, I don't know. That's a really dumb question. Like, it's not, it gets good, but it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's like, he that's just our show, us though. to rip on those guys again. But I think we already did that well, off the top. Their podcast got, like, shut down forever. <laughs> They're taking so. a year off. Yeah, to we'll re-bridge. kill both of them because we fucking did it. Pew, 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 pew. Can you imagine if we were changing the name of our show to, like, Real Great Show? And we're like, but we we'll need see a year. you in two years, folks. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, guys. We're just really <laughs> taking a step back from the brand right I, now. I need to scrub all of the times we mentioned good on any of our web presence and change it to great. Be and like, go back and like edit all of the other episodes. To yeah. Like rename it. Like so, it's like or welcome like, to real great <laughs> show. Yeah, exactly. Like the WWE <laughs> had to like blur out their old logo. I like that too. And we would also. Um, it would be like if the other Vancouver podcast on that list stopped podcasting yourself after like 430 episodes is all of a sudden like, not rebirth, start podcasting yourself. Here we are. We're doing it now. And this is great. Except, yeah, they just changed West Coast to Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, no. That's it's, it. That's all. It's going to be just as bad, whatever they come up with. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> Good questions. That'll do it for the mailbag. Yeah. Great questions. Uh, which takes us to everybody's favorite segment, favorite. of course, because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we actually like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Oh, I thought we were going to play the theme song. I can't. No, because oh, the right. computer breaks every four Because uh, I, I was going to use the theme song to like, look up the thing I was going to talk about this week. I know what it is, but I have to look it up. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm going to do, too. I'm actually going to pull a page out of Stefan's book, and I'm going to read a series of tweets Okay. Uh, that someone sent to... Uh, hold on. I gotta, I've got I've got my thing right here. Yeah, I, go ahead. Okay. You go first. So my thing is... Uh, <laughs> It's a headline uh, on uh, CBC News. Uh, it was the front page, I guess, of their website, and uh, it's in quotation marks. It was an accident. Saskatchewan man remorseful over train bridge fire. And then a picture of the biggest fire I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, John. <laughs> it's a massive bridge. I'm sorry, it was an accident. <laughs> It's burning to the ground, and it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, and then also, actually, there's an oh, addition yeah, to that. Some, someone replied to me uh, and said, and this was in the news story, which I didn't actually read, uh, Foster first confessed his role in the bridge fire via the comment section on the CBC News story that originally reported the blaze. <laughs> which, good thing that comments are no longer uh, accepted. We, we wouldn't have people confessing <laughs> to their crimes. Uh, okay, this is a uh, series of tweets between uh, uh, a lady named Joy Montiel, who has a picture. This is uh, on Twitter. It has a picture of a cross as her avatar. And then there is, uh, she's tweeting at a magazine called The Establishment. And it's not even spelled right in their Twitter handle. Their Twitter handle is at E-S-T- B-L-S-H-M-N-T. So it's like establishment with no vowels. So she says, uh, Joy Montiel tweets, at establishment, fuck you. (laughs) And then it's a story about, uh, it's about Donald Trump. um, And like, she's sad about, uh, like she's sad about something to do with people against Donald Trump. Like she's a Trump supporter. So the establishment tweets back, wow, Joy, thanks. We're so lucky you tweet your Trump support at us every day. It's something special to look forward to. Then she tweets back, screw you all. You're all corrupt. You make me sick. Trump's people know what you're doing, as do we the people. Ever heard of us? 
And the establishment tweets back, what? Do you know how Twitter works? You're yelling at a women's magazine named the establishment every day, not the government. (laughs) To which Joy tweets, I'm really embarrassed. Please forgive the inconvenience. That is wonderful. Oh, my God. So that's my one good thing because that was easily the best thing I saw on Twitter today. Yeah, Uh, And I'm going to recommend the number one thing that brought me joy over the last week. And that is uh, not the film itself, but just the reviews for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. So good. Because I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I don't plan on it. I do plan to just because I need to experience how incomprehensible it is firsthand. Because people seem to not necessarily say it's like horrible, it's just very like poorly thought out. Uh, well, it seems like nothing is sequential. It's like the worst edited movie of all time, from what right. I gather. Like the the way it goes from scene to scene, nothing connects. There's no connective tissue between literally like anything in the story. Right. It's, things just happen, and uh, I feel like I do need to see how stupid and bad it is right and that that would probably be entertaining in its own way but uh you know the reviews kind of do that for you if you don't actually want to spend the reviews are hilarious however much money that would cost so i'm not going to pick out any in particular i'm just going to say man head on over to rotten tomatoes (laughs) yeah pick a pick a rotten one and uh, have yourself a time because they are hugely entertaining the only positive one i think i saw was someone who was saying that the whole point for Zack Snyder was to have the movie mirror the experience of the American Muslim of like confusion and disillusionment as part of like being a part of the country. And that's why the movie was like edited that way. And they're like, this movie's actually genius. And this I'm is like, why I mean like a shitty movie. I'm like, you smoke a lot of pot because <laughs> that is. Yeah. I also loved like people being like, it seemed like in Man of Steel, Zack Snyder did not really understand Superman and with this new film, he has confirmed that uh, he just hates him. He does understand him. <laughs> he just literally loathes him as a character. And also, Batman murders a bunch of people in this movie, apparently. Which goes is fundamentally against <laughs> Batman's entire ethos. Yeah, so... Yeah fun perfect sounds like fun also you know it's a good movie for kids and it involves like uh human trafficking and sex slaves and yeah it's perfect suicide bombings and all that kind of fun stuff so yeah strongly recommend you check out the reviews (laughs) for batman v superman dawn of justice and with that that will do it for this week's episode our roommate is chris adam our intern is seat geek promo code real good For this final week only, (laughs) our producer is Jessica Sands. I'm Justin Morissette. Stephen Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Ethos. Purity. I had uh, the random word generator in front of me. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we were never going to get it No, it would have been kind of cool if we did, though. Yeah, that would have been What were the chances of that? That would have been so random. And uh, And the the illegal pie bit will return next week. It's like a James Bond movie. That's just like the end of our credits every week. The illegal pie bit will return. It's a great bit. In Justice League. So really, it's like, what if if pie was illegal? Yeah. So like, if you're out there this week and you're thinking about eating pie, I'm going to tell you something right now. I will call Crime Stoppers. Don't do it. What if you couldn't is what we're saying. Yeah. You know, like what if, uh, what if it was like police, like a, a drug or a. Yeah, no, that was the joke this week. We're going to keep running the bit until Crime Stoppers has to be like, uh, 
please stop calling us about pie. They're just jealous. Maybe they'll just call because our podcast sucks. <laughs> yeah, we heard about your podcast. Crime against podcast. Criminally bad. Yeah, well, I mean, the reviews are in, and they're not very good. Well, what about Geeks vs. Nerds? Wait, we already shut those guys down. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> Take a year off, assholes. Okay, bye. She liked the episode too, so. Oh, that's good. Do you guys listen to it while you have sex, or? Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And you pause in the middle, and you're like, "I got a good joke coming up here." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You like that joke, baby? Oh yeah. You like when I fucking tag that thing, Stefan said. (laughs) I know you like that shit, baby. Mm, Yeah. Okay, let's start. Yeah.